Hi everyone, welcome back to Thinking Aloud, a podcast of Boys to Men Foundation, where we discuss lots of interesting topics and where we just chill and have a good time. My name is Richard Nzeku, and today I'm joined by Emmanuel Nwachuku and Laju Eresonara, and we will be discussing the oh-so-controversial topic of black tax. And what black tax is, is when successful people are expected to give their hard-earned money to their family members back home periodically. So tell us, how exactly do you feel? Like, what is your position on black tax? It's always a point for debate every now and then. And I think, in fact, the last place I worked, I remember I, I had a sort of like um, tussle about it with, you know, a boss of mine. It's, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting yeah, topic. What's usually the debate about? Well, he was just talking about how, you know, it's a toxic mindset to feel indebted to your family and you're going to just hold yourself back and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I was on the opposing side, but he just gave me some things to think about. So that's pretty much it. That's interesting. I don't think I've ever heard people actually debate black tax. I know that people people would usually prefer not to have the black tax. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's something that they have to do, I mean, people usually yeah. say they can afford it. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think people think it's not something that you should talk about. Yeah, your problems, your family problems should be personal and you should deal with it and sort it out. It's a sort of responsibility, that sort of responsibility where you don't necessarily have to talk about it. Just do it. I mean, I get the whole idea, right? There's this um, word that I like. I like it a lot. And um, this thing is a South African word, you know, Ubuntu. You know, it's, it's like I am because we are... So there's that sort of that sort of collective mindset we have as Africans. I don't know if it's replicated in other parts of the world, but I know we have it here. So there's that that sense of um, duty to uplift one another, right? So I think I'm all for that. I'm all for you know inclusion. I'm all for family upliftment, more or less. But the problem is, it's it's it now clashes with the whole. Um, when it becomes tiring, when it becomes, you know, it pulls you back and you, I mean, I know that I was always for this because I think about it, I know the struggles that my mother has been through, my parents have been through generally to fend for me, put me in school, this, this. So there's a sense of obligation that builds, whether I like it or not. And it makes sense that I reciprocate, you understand? But it is just when, when, when that reciprocity is now demanded, it is not like I, I feel like I should do it. It's now that I should do it, even though it's going to affect me, it's going to affect everything. So I think that's where I have a problem with it. So I don't have any problem with family upliftment. But when it becomes something that is mandated of me, so much so I have to defer my dreams, defer my plans, defer everything just to take care of, you know, others, my brother, my mother, my, my uncle, whoever it is, then it becomes a problem. Hmm. Laju, what about you? How do you feel about the situation? So I was going to say that I I remember while we were growing up, um, my dad always, always emphasized how we needed to take care of each other then and how we needed to ensure that we all did well in school. So it wasn't just... So I have three siblings and he, he would say that even though like you'd really do well in school and maybe the other person isn't doing so well, like you just have to keep pushing your siblings to be better because if you don't, um, well, he said, he, well, he told us that his grandmother used to tell him and his brothers, that if you don't do that when you're young, you're going to pay for it when you're much older because if they don't, they don't do well in school, then 
chances are, you know, the spiral effect. And so you'd, you'd be forced to pay, pay the black tax in future. And he just always talks about that. And so I remember like growing up, we're constantly pushing, pushing each other. And then on the other hand, he would talk about how we also really need to take care of each other. So um, even though um, the dream was that n- none of us would need each other in that sense, like financially, um, he also emphasized the fact that we needed to take care of each other um, and we needed to see it not as an obligation, but as a just love. I don't know how to explain it. I guess as Ubuntu. But then, so right now, my brother just, one of my, my younger sister lives in the US and my brother just moved there and he is living with her now. And I remember my dad telling my brother, like, yes, you live with her. She's going to, she's probably going to pay for everything, but you should never, ever feel entitled to her. Mm-hmm. 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 So I understand what Emmanuel is talking about, how never feel an, a sense of entitlement to someone else's money, even though they're like your blood. Um, but also understand that um, you you guys need to take care of each other because at the end of the day, who do you really have if not your family? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I totally agree. And I think that this might be a little bit, um, you know, biased, but I think the pressure is real, particularly for guys, you know, particularly in cultures where there's the whole first son thing. You are now the man of the house. <laughs> it's something, it's something. So you just start earning and perhaps you... Um, you know, get your parents something for the first time. And then it becomes the whole thing, ah, my son, he has become a man, finally. So, you, you know, like, like the yardstick for being a man is being able to, I think you just sort of like renew your your <laughs> your manliness by paying your black tax regularly. That's pretty much, it's, it's, it's something, something. Yeah, I mean, I also have, I'm also a bit uncomfortable with the whole notion of this is something you must do. You know, I, I understand the significance of, you know, your family raised you, they sacrificed a lot for you. And naturally, you shouldn't take those things for granted. And yeah. you should, in some ways, honor it, you know. Yeah. But I don't know if that honor has to be financial in that sense, if it's not necessary. And what I mean by that is there are other, I feel like a lot of times people feel like you should give back by in finances. Obviously, finances are a big thing because it's like we need money to survive in a lot of ways. But I feel like the other ways you try and show honor sometimes, like giving your time and, you know, those things, people overlook them a lot. In my in my opinion, I think they're easily overlooked because it's not money, you know. But if you give money, it's like, oh, you can put like a you can almost put a figure on the way you're honoring them, if that makes sense. But if you're doing other things, then it's like, oh, you're not really doing anything. We sacrifice for you. You can't even do this, blah, blah. I think that's where I have a problem with it, where it's like you don't even have a choice. And you're like, people don't even think of how you're inconveniencing yourself sometimes to be able yeah. to support them. And that's where it's an issue for me. It's like you should be mindful. Yes, we're family, but I think you should be mindful that we all have struggles too in some way, just because maybe I'm living abroad doesn't mean I'm living the life, you know? And I have all the money in the world to come and support family that's back home, even if I want to do those things, you know? So I just feel like people need to be more mindful about how they uh, keep their expectations realistic about the black tax. But that, that's my opinion. But if we look at it sort of holistically, you find that it's people who maybe they're the first uh, people in their families maybe we get to get educated yeah. Yeah. or 
you know, to make it big. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I understand that we shouldn't feel entitled, but sometimes, like, the family can't really help it. Maybe they put their all into this one person. Yeah. You know, and everybody's hope is relying on this person to make it so that they can now start taking care of the family. But then they don't realize that, okay, this person is also a person who has, like, dreams and wants and desires and, like, also has things riding on that money. I totally agree. And and I think another part of it there, just to build on from what you said about, you know, it being the first person in the family to make it, right? So there's this thing, I think at the core of it, most times whenever I want to look at the root of this thing, there's this thing about financial literacy that I think is missing in most cases because you find that... That sense of I will ask and then it's being it's being given out ask and then like that nobody proves the source right it's like what where is this coming from is this the right time to ask is this the best time to ask that sort of thing so I don't think that is that financial literacy and I think it still ties to what you said about your dad saying you know make sure you you know you educate your your people you you bring them up so I think that is that role of not just giving in a way that you are made. The person that would always come to but mm-hmm. i think there's a duty that lies on whoever it is that explained the black, black tax to sort of help probably build that financial literacy on these people that, that, that's a part probably give in a way that helps them establish something and become independent mm-hmm. that's so it, it's i think there is that role as well well maybe this is me actually sort of being entitled to, to the people playing backjacks helping me up and you know establish but I but I think that's 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 another way to think about is where yeah so they were like teaching people to instead of giving them fish. hmm mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just wanted to highlight that, you know. Oh, sorry, I was going to say one more thing. Um I also think that a lot of the people paying black tax and this might be maybe controversial. But a lot of people paying the black tax um, sometimes put that pressure on themselves. So sometimes it doesn't come mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. their parents. Mm-hmm. It comes from them. And mm-hmm. that's okay. So these people have invested so much in me. Because I've had conversations with some guys and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I have to take care of my family. You know, I have to live <laughs> in Nigeria because my parents, my parents, my parents have. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, like, I understand all of this, but. Have you taken it? Have you asked your parents if they want this? Mm-hmm. Have you asked if they need you in mm-hmm. the way that they, think that they do? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's not, it's not really the people back home that are expecting things from you. It's your pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah, know. I mean, I mean, another way, another way, just to like pick up from that. Another way I'll think about this is that they did not explicitly ask for those things. But I think that it's sort of like a tacit agree. It's, it's, it's all those implied things, just those unsaid rules that you know it's there, you know it's there. It's just, it's just what it is. <laughs> so it's like, it's like you have, you are eating, you are eating, right? You have probably, you have three cupcakes on your plate and then your friend walks over, ah! Ah, it's been so long since I ate cake. Oh, <laughs> so he's not asking you for the cake, but you already understand what is happening there. So yeah. I think that, like, I totally agree. I think that um, people do not explicitly ask for it, but there are mm-hmm. some, are some, are some signs, there are some comments that have been made. You know, you know. Ah, now I've not been paid for this rent since. Anyway, how are you? I hope you're fine and everything. 
you know, there's this, there's this person I'm owing like that. But anyway, don't worry, I'll sort it out. I'll sort it out. So it's also all those kind of little, little things. So I totally agree that most times they're not upfront with it. But you know, and like I said, there's still that thing about renewing your man, man, manliness. Like that's that's what makes, that's that's a measure of being a man. Like that's your measure of being a child generally, sir. Why, why would I have a child if I'm going to suffer? That's 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 like the general thing now. You know, yeah. a lot of a lot of people have children because their children are their retirement plan. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's an investment. Yeah, an investment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't like that whole notion of oh why would I have children if I like I don't want to suffer. That's why I'm having children. It's like mm-hmm. I mean yeah fair enough you know like your kids should take care of you because you are you know it's like reciprocal so to speak even though it's hard to even say you can't quantify how to reciprocate in relationships because i feel like there's no handbook to maintaining relationships in the sense where it'll be so everything is perfect everybody's doing what they should be doing it won't work like that we're all human beings we have different challenges and we're not perfect you know so every relationship is going to be different. It's the same way people have issues where, oh, like this one is closer to the mom or the dad, or sometimes parents may feel as if you're giving more to the, you know, like there are all sorts of issues that happen, which, which is normal. So that whole notion of, oh, why, why would I, what, what is like, what are you good for if you're not supporting me financially in my, as I grow older? And I'm like, I get it. But at the same time, I think it's very problematic to think of it that way because it's sort of, the way it's used a lot is that parents don't they're not thinking of the child as a person who has their own life to live outside of the family it's like their their worth is tied to what they do for the family and it's like i don't think life is supposed to work like that in my opinion we're all human beings with our own journeys and different experiences and that will influence the way you live your life and Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, like see it as you don't have any obligation or you shouldn't do anything. I'm not saying that, but I just feel like there should be a sort of balance in the sense where you, you also ask them like, oh, how are you doing? Like, how is business? Instead of just putting all these clues for them to know that you need something, you know, like also try and realize that they also have their own challenges. Like it could be very tough for them and they don't want to say you know, and then on top of that, you now come and start asking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like all this, it just add, creates <laughs> a lot get, of pressure, you know. I get it. I mean, but I think I also like how you said it's not as if there's no obligation on your part. Because I know I was reading in news, I'm sorry this happening, reading. Um, I think if, it, I, I don't know if he's a footballer, but I know he's doing well for himself abroad. And there was the news about his mother being in one Dilapidated yeah. structure like that, that sort of thing. So, I, I don't know. In a way, I felt I, I didn't feel it was right, especially when I got the backstory of how the mom sacrificed everything to make sure that he wants to, you know, live his dreams abroad and everything. So, in, indeed, indeed, I, I think that's that obligation there. But I think the core thing is balance, right? It's it's like it should be balanced enough for me to live my life as well, and it should be balanced enough for me to understand that I have obligation. Right, and it's a sort of reciprocity that makes sense from uh, uh, and is demanded of me, so to speak. So yeah, I think I like that balance. Balance for me, I think, is the key thing. And I just want to say, like, just the name, the term itself, black tax. I find that kind of <laughs> problematic. Obviously, it's there for a reason, maybe because statistically yeah. speaking, it applies more to black families and stuff yeah. like that. 
But you can't tell me that there aren't white families that also experience the same kind of phenomenon, yeah. you know? So like where right. are these terms that we now use and we're just using it, <laughs> but like it's actually, <laughs> it's actually, it's not okay to like the, uh-huh. the historical basis is kind of weird. Right. So I think that black tax is used because typically you don't find that black families have like generational wealth. I guess a way to explain that phenomenon yeah. was, yeah. I think it's something that we need to be careful about because again words matter but do you guys think right because i i think that when you look at it from um the point of view of being the um um person paying the black tax right um it's easy and it's easy to make all these arguments but in the events that we are interested here in giving birth to children and everything so and you know you've struggled you've done everything for this child and, and everything so do you think you'd not feel because this is me trying to understand that sense of attachment from these uh, parents and uncles and family members? Do you think that we would be immune to that sense of attachment? And can we understand it at the very least? Can we empathize with it at the very least? Oh, I can 100% empathize with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I guess why, the, I mean, after giving birth to a child, raising that child, I mean, just process of pregnancy and then some child is talking smart to you or <laughs> telling you that he's not going to what like i guess <laughs> i mean this might not relate um exactly but i'm just thinking in terms of so the parents what is making the parents obligated like what makes the parents obligated to take care of you right because i, I remember that my dad had done something for me at particular time and i was so moved i was very grateful and i told him thank you in the most dramatic way and he said well it's my job it's my job and i i, I was wondering why why is it your job though why is it okay why is it your job and is it because you are my dad so is it on the basis of the relationship i have with you and so if that's the case why can't the basis of you being my child being a reason for me to expect that you do something for me you understand that Mm-hmm. So that's just the whole empathy bit of it that I was just thinking about now. Yeah, just try to throw it out there. Yeah, like expectation is natural in these kinds of relationships, you know, especially when it's like a family. You naturally expect, like, you can't tell me no family. If you're a family unit, you don't expect anything from, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if it's your child or like parents, that sort of relationship. Everybody is expecting something in some ways. But I think. It, and it's very hard to do some may even say it's not possible but i feel like where we need to is we, we need to work harder at keeping those expectations in check a bit mm-hmm. um it's not wrong to expect things i feel like expectation says a lot about the strength of the relationship that you have with the person because yeah. if, if you expect from somebody then you know you expect for a reason you know so mm-hmm. it's not wrong to have expectations but i think when your expectations become a lot of pressure like you're not considerate about yeah. the fact that it's not easy for somebody to deliver all the time the way you're used to i think we just need to be mindful about how we communicate our needs we just have to be emotionally intelligent really but obviously it's, it's hard to do that when you're desperate you know so there are a lot of angles to it but ultimately i feel that everybody just needs to be considerate of others family or not expect 
but also be considerate and try and I, I don't know it's a unit you know like we all learn we're not perfect but just be mm-hmm. considerate yeah i don't people feel bad when they say no yeah they- <laughs> and um you know richard you had said something about you know the other forms um this black tax could take when it's not necessarily financial like in 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 the monetary bit of it so i know that is this whole thing about um work job offers as well probably well just rules generally right and as you said about i i have an uncle there i have i have i have a i have a brother there just call him he's going to give you the job so i think that ties to nepotism sort of way so it's just <laughs> it's just interesting how you have to bypass qualifications and everything just because you're my blood you're my blood and so therefore you're qualified <laughs> it's, it's mm. something something that brings us to a close of this segment thank you so much guys for participating and just talking about this issue it was very interesting just you know hearing all of our perspectives and it was fun and i really appreciate you guys for being here so thank you so much thinking aloud is a production of boys to men foundation 